I'm singing the intro. Yeah, yeah. Singing. What is up, PE2K? What is this up? This <laughs> My name is Ayaku X. <laughs> and my name is Graceful underscore Suicune. Graceful Suicune. Yeah. 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 So welcome to the podcast. Michael Jackson, Prince. And that is Caleb's wonderful singing. Hello, P2K. This is your podcast, and I want to apologize for our very long and unannounced hiatus. Um, please we were... forgive us, please. <gasps> That's my end of it. You need to go back to bed right now. Why? Because you're just. That was unnecessary. You didn't need to be loud. Yes, I did. It expresses how sorry I am. I'm so sorry! <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that, yeah. Uh, Although that was a little more enthusiastic. I would also like to apologize in advance for the slightly dated information that you're probably going to receive in this podcast because we're old-fashioned and we haven't actually covered everything that's been happening in the past, what, four months? Um, Probably even longer than that. I mean, I don't even know the last time we posted a podcast. Gosh, we're awful. No. Well, it's mainly me. <laughs> it's mainly you because you don't post them. We do them. <laughs> we edit them. I edited the last podcast that we did. It never got posted. I know. Blame this woman. Blame this thing. This Flareon. Blame sorry. A Flareon. Flare. Today's Pokemon. Today's Pokemon is number 14. Kakuna. Kakuna. So this, this is episode Kakuna. So do we have anything to talk about Kakuna? Other yes. than the fact that the only move it knows is hard? It's hard all the time. I have caught, actually in my black game, I have a level 60 Kakuna. Which obviously only knows Harden. Because I was just randomly like, yeah, let's go and train. And then, you know, level 60 Pokemon. And there's all these, like, you know, a Tropius and a Golduck and... You know, Altaria. And then it's like, hey, I'm a Kakuna. And guess what? I'm level 60. And I was like, well, guess what? I'm going to catch you. And then I did. And so now I have a level 60 Kakuna. And it seems That reminds me. That reminds me of the, uh. Remember the Beedrill that I showed you that was also level 60 and only knew Harden? Yes. The same, the same, uh. The same thing happened as I found a level 59. Kakuna, and I just hit it with a rare candy, and it became a Beedrill, and I have a level 60 Beedrill that only knows Harden. <laughs> yep, it's it's quite weird what Pokemon they choose to make really high levels in that game, or in well, fact that they're just uh, high levels at all. In that in that particular game, uh, Kakuna is the Swarm Pokemon, so you can get it anywhere between level like 10 and level 60 uh. or whatever. That makes sense. Alright, I got a story. I got a story about Kakuna. You ready yes. for this? Okay, one day, I was walking through the woods, right? Mm -hmm. And there was this buzzing sound, right? Mm -hmm. And suddenly, like, this this gigantic B 
be needles for arms just swoop down and try to like kill me or something mm. and it was trying to guard all of these kuna right because they were just hanging from the trees minding their own business because you know they can't really do anything except harden um and I, I kind of grabbed one and ran with it because I didn't know why I was doing this. I just I just did it, and uh, and the bee drill followed me. And uh, when I finally found out that there was this huge, massive, angry swarm of bee drill uh, um, chasing me, mm-hmm. I kind of saw Mike walking down the road. Okay? Oh no! And so and so I just kind of tossed it over to him and just kept running. So, in the end of my day and my awesome journey, I ended up being just fine, but I believe Mike had to be hospitalized mm. because of all the poison that came from the bee drill stings. Yeah. And that is why he is not on our podcast episode this week, because he is recovering from a bee drill sting. Well, not just one bee drill sting, but many bee drill stings. And as well as, as well as all those you know, um, like the poison, he's got these giant puncture wounds all over his body. So he also needs time to recuperate, and he actually needs to learn how to walk again, I heard. And, um, yeah, so that'll take him a while. So... Yep. Uh, our best to Mike. In the long run, in, in the in the long run, uh, we expect him to be back probably by either the next episode or the episode after. Definitely. Um... If not, then probably dead. Mm. Which, uh, lol. Well, you know, Beedrill poison can potentially kill, so, you know. We have to hope that that's not the case for poor Mikey. Oh, especially with the multiple stings, you know. Yeah. To kill you. Mm. Multiple. If he lives through this, I will be surprised. Definitely. But we have to hope. And now we're going to get into some factual details about number 14, Kakuna. Yay! This information comes from Bulbapedia, so if we say anything that is deemed incorrect, remember that we're reading it right off the page, so you can go yell at them about it. <laughs> exactly. Um, first fun fact about Kakuna, because I was just like skimming through the page, uh, but. In the video games, to get it to level 100, you need exactly 1 million experience points. I don't know if that's for every Pokemon, huh. but I think it's cool. Yeah, and a lot. And who would do that with a Kakuna? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I haven't done it already. I swear. Really? Anyways. <laughs> Sneasel. I'm really glad I was recording that. Kakuna is a yellow serpentine cocoon Pokemon. Kakuna has a dome-shaped head and black triangular eyes. It has two scythe-like arms in the middle of its body. When a Kakuna comes close to evolving, its body gives off heat that makes it warm to the touch. <laughs> well, apparently Kakuna is usually only able to harden its shell in order to defend itself. 
However, Kakuna is capable of moving its poisonous barbs if a situation calls for it. Kakuna mostly stay still and wait for evolution, often hanging from tree branches by long strands of silk. Kakuna nest in forests and misty wooded areas. Occasionally they will also nest at the mouths of tunnels and caves. Kakuna populate Kanto, Johto, and occasionally parts of Sino and Yunnaba. Kakuna normally doesn't eat anything. It endures hunger until it is time for Kakuna to evolve. Kelly Ripa. Okay, I'm this week, we're going to do something new. We are going to introduce you to a new member of the forum. We are! So that you can get to know them, and they can get to know you. Or, just to fill time in the podcast, whichever one. Or a combination, perhaps. And I'm going to leave this to Xanthi. Yeah! I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. You're doing it. Okay. Alright. I'll be nice. So, is that only because you don't want to try to pronounce the name? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I thought so. Very so, far away from my microphone. You what with your microphone? Go away. Alright, no, 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 go away, just do your job. I will. Fine. Okay. <clears throat> so, one of the newest members to our forum, PU2K, is um, Kayune. Kayune? Or Ki... Kiyuni, K Y O U N E, and this person is really nice. She's also an absolutely brilliant spriter. Can do really wicked recolors, and yeah, it's just like, whoa, man, mind blown. So yeah, you should check that out. She has a sprite shop. Still not as awesome as me. Just throw it out. Caleb, no one can live up to your awesomeness. Annual Strange doesn't have an age, but her birthday is, in fact, today. Pika Fan turns 18, Shadow Dark Ride turns 17, and Moile Don Maku turns 15. And this is on May 16th, 2012. It is. It is. So happy birthday to those people. And also, I would like to point out that our newest member is not the Kiyuni. Kayun. No, I know. I said one of the newest members. Okay, but the newest member is called Dump Stuffs. <laughs> dump Stuffs. Welcome, dump, st dump Stuffs. Oh, wait. Dump Stuffs is banned. <laughs> really? Yes. I still say his name in a fun way. Okay, here we go. D U M P double S T U double F S. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how this guy got banned. Stupid Dump Stuffs. Moving along, new info on Black 2 and White 2. A magazine, Koro Koro, has released information on, an upcoming game, or on the upcoming games, Black 2 and White 2. There are news of new features, new anime seasons, new forms for Pokemon, new trading cards, and Wi-Fi giveaways. Yay! Shut up. What? It's can exciting. Finish. finish. You can just cut out the long, awkward silences. Yeah, I know. Uh, fine. You're finished. I'm not finished. You're not? Well, then hurry up. Moving on. Uh, a new feature that is included in the game is the Pokemon World Tournament. Here, you can challenge previous gym leaders and Elite Four champions. 
such as Cynthia, Brock, Lieutenant Surge, Giovanni, Stephen Stone, and Lance. Sharon? Charon? I think Sharon? it's I, I think it's Charon, but I'm not sure. Sharon rolls off the tongue easier. I'm going with that. Fine. And Bianca also well actually I never said okay. Sharon and Bianca make a pair er bleh. Sharon and Bianca make reappearances in the new games. Sharon replaces Lenora as the normal type gym leader and is the first gym leader you will face in the new games. Bianca is the official assistant to Professor Juniper and she gives you your starter Pokemon on behalf of the professor. Um... N is still missing. There is no such thing as N in the new game, apparently. Um, and Alder, whom I believe is the Elite Four champion. Xanthi. Xanthi. Hello. Alder. Who's Alder? Alder. Al Elite Alder. Four champion. Pokemon League champion. That you fight. Chicka chicka. Am I right? I don't Alder. remember. I will talk about receiving Darkrai via. I'm not done yet. You just you just said that I can talk. I was I was having you answer my question. That's all. Oh really? What was the question? I wanted to know if Alder was the Elite Four champion, and he is. I have no idea. I don't remember that stuff. I just he kind of power through the I game. I figured it out. Ah! My hands hurt from pounding on my desk so much. You need to quit annoying me. <laughs> <laughs> You're so enthusiastic. Anyways, yeah, you get to meet Alder very early in the game. New features include a spin-off of Hollywood called Pokewood. Players get to participate in filming Pokemon movies. Xanthi, I believe you told me this already, but new forms for Tarnatus, Thunderous, and Landorus are expected to appear. And they are called the Reju form. Their old forms are called the Kishin forms. The new anime is going to be called Best Wishes 2. Who saw that coming? Oh. Raise a hand. Show of hands. <laughs> Best Wishes 2 will feature the new forms of the genies. Don and Cynthia are also meant to be in the series. Hmm. Maybe the regulars? That'd be cool. Yeah. Replacing Ash? I'm up for that. <laughs> Replacing Ash. That's a funny joke. <laughs> I know it'll never happen, but... Team Rocket is after Meloetta. <gasps> oh no. Oh no! There are going to be trading cards released synonymously with the anime to go together. Oh yes. Links in the post! Links giveaway details. Wi-Fi giveaway. Links. For, for some Pokemons. Yeah. Pokemons. Not not yours. Yours is a different story. There's one for me, too. Oh, what? Don't I get to talk yet? That's right. That's right. Meloetta and Keldeo. Yeah. There is no details on Keldeo, but Meloetta will be level 15, holding a PP max, and has the moves round, quick attack, and confusion. Mm. More details in the link provided in the post. Your turn.
Okay. <sighs> Receive Darkrai via Wi-Fi starting May 9th. Which means it's already started. Yes, it's already started, guys. Guys, it's already started. Okay. All of you Darkrai fans, this is your chance to get one on your black and white game from a Wi-Fi distribution dis distribution starting on May 9th. This Darkrai is an event to celebrate a new TCG expansion featuring Darkrai EX and many other Dark-type Pokemon, such as Seablight, Umbreon, and Zoroark. This event also celebrates a new TCG website launch, Pokemon.com slash EX. Well, um, so this Darkrai distribution is all about the cards, basically. The TCG and the EX stuff and, you know, like the launch of this new part to the Pokemon website. Um, be sure to check out Pokemon.com for new updates. Get your DS ready and check out the epic movie, Pokemon The Rise of Darkrai. P.S. According to this article that she just read... There is no end date for this release. Mm. <laughs> well, apparently, it's infinite. I mean, granted, it'll still be a traded Pokemon because it belongs to somebody else, but... Yeah. I wonder. You'd, ha you'd, be, you'd be fighting the first Pokemon, or the first gym with a level 50 Darkrai. What? Oh, by the way, I have that Darkrai. It's cool. It's awesome. Oh, really? Um... I'm about to tell you the attacks that this Darkrai has. That's what yeah. mine says. <laughs> I am checking the level and attack list for Darkrai. The Darkrai that you receive for the event will be level 50. It will be holding an Enigma Berry, and its attacks will feature Dark Void, Ominous Wind, Faint Attack, and Nightmare. Yeah. Which, by the way, I don't know if every Dark Rai is going to have this ability, but mine has Bad Dreams. So, Bad Dreams plus Nightmare equals extra damage done. Oh, yeah. That sounds very Dark Rai oriented. Yeah, and that's, that's the Dark Rai. Yeah, so if you go... Onto P2K in the other board section under groups and clubs. Joy Team Awesome! Yes! <laughs> you will see a bunch of threads that are all about the war. The War XI, which is 11. So, this is P2K's 11th war, obviously. And there are many things you can do. So, participating in the war is basically getting together and competing with other teams. And, yes, you have to be part of a team. Um, in several different sections. And sections that you might be good at or, you know, just want to try. And people will judge your things and see whose is the best, essentially. And grade them and give reasons, etc. And then you win points for your team. So, basically, the categories, the general categories for war are Wi-Fi battling... Pokemon Online Battling, Creative Writing, URPG, Debate, Drawn Art, Pixel Art, and Role Playing. And it looks like we have a lot of interest in the URPG and the Role Playing, according to the poll threads in that section. And apparently also Creative Writing. So, alright, so there are different teams, of course, that you can join in the war. And 
Caleb has a team of his own. Caleb, what is your team called? Uh, we'll express it later time. You will? All oh, right, plugging. Got ya. I'll just cut that bit out. <laughs> yeah. So go into the boards and choose. My team, awesome. Yeah. And or another one if you don't want to be part of Caleb's team. Um. Yeah. My phone just went off. La, 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 la. <laughs> also, potentially, voice acting. What is he doing? Did you go somewhere? No. You just got really quiet all of a sudden. Am I supposed to be saying something now? No, uh, you just started saying. Anyway. I'm like baby, baby. No! <laughs> Alright, so basically also what you can do is um, to sign up for a team, you go to the War XI Team Registration, which is in obviously the same section. Um, there's also judge applications if you want to be a judge. And, uh, yeah, make sure you express interest in the area that you are interested in participating in. I do a roundhouse kick in this music video. Avengers Madness. Now, Caleb, I do believe you have some things to say about this Avengers craze ever since the movie came out. I like the Avengers. And that is what everyone else is saying as well. With the influx of, what was it? Lots of fan fiction and fan art and just general talk about it. Oh my god! And. Oh god, the Loki! Oh my god, the Loki! Caleb is orgasming as we speak. No! <laughs> That's actually disdain. <laughs> oh. Also, didn't it get like 200 million, like, box office dollars or something? Box office, one bill. Okay, the budget was two hundred and twenty million. The box office. Okay. One billion. <laughs> one billion and sixteen million. Ninety-five thousand. That is a lot of money. Four hundred and six and thirty-six. Holy crap! How did that happen? I mean, aside I from the fact that... I still know people who have not seen that movie. Wow. Who are going to. Yeah. But the Avengers literally broke records by hitting that billion dollar mark. Wow, that is ridiculous. Oh, um, there's a little picture here, um, and it says the caption is part of the Avengers film, uh, the Avengers film set on East 9th Street in Cleveland, Ohio. Is oh, that where you link. live? In Ohio? Or is Odie you live somewhere By the way, I would like to point out that two of the Avengers that I would really have liked to be in that, to be in that movie were not in there, and that is Ant-Man and Wasp. Um, part of the original Avengers team, and uh, kind of sad that they weren't in it. Maybe they'll be in the next one. Don't know. Who knows? Um, but yeah, my, my disdain for the overabundance of Loki fandom, um, uh, the yeah. fact that most people are actually now a fan of Loki after the Avengers, even though Loki's been sort of a big deal for a long time. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah. I'm just reading here that um, uh, the guy who played uh, Bruce Banner in The Hulk, apparently his performance was critically lauded, with reviewers suggesting that he had surpassed Banner and Norton in the role of Bruce Banner. I have to disagree with that because Edward Norton made a very, very good Bruce Banner. Oh, yeah. Um, that and he kind of looks more like Banner than the new guy does. Granted, I really, really enjoyed his performance as Bruce Banner, but he's really just taking over a role that was started by Edward Norton. Mm. So. Okay. Well, I didn't actually know what lauded meant until just then. And I realized that it means good. <laughs> I actually thought that people were saying he was horrible, but no, he's they were saying he was good. Praise highly. Yeah. Well, I was highly entertained all of the time, basically. I thought it was really good that they incorporated a lot of humor. It made it kind of lighthearted and not seem so serious, but at the same time you could take it seriously. And really enjoy it. Just, you know, so many effects, you know. The actors are obviously great. Um, it was, yeah. And I, like, I love the fact that they, and that's, I know that's what the Avengers is about, but incorporated, you know, all these different characters into this one story. And, you know, that it kind of referred back to their stories and stuff. And, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was really good altogether. <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, how much do you actually know about, like, the comics themselves? None. <laughs> okay. Well, this this is coming from a standpoint of a person mm -hmm. who has not read the comics, which is just fine. I mean, it's actually, I, I agree a lot with what you've said. Mm. It's just, I mean, me being a comic book nerd and knowing so much about Marvel as it stands, oh, really? um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw some education your way. Yep. The Hulk in any form of Avengers could not be controlled. Which is kind like of which is kind of what happened in the uh the movie, but I did notice that he could kind of control him. Although yeah, I guess uh, the, the, I believe I believe they were they were hinting towards the uh the fact that the way for Banner to control the Hulk is to always be angry when usually Bruce Banner would avoid getting angry at all times to avoid letting the Hulk out. Yeah. But it, it has become apparent that uh, Bruce Banner found a way to control the Hulk by just being angry all the time. That must be really draining. Yeah, I guess. But uh, I guess he could play it off like he's not really that angry. But mm. But just to have to have that emotion under your belt, you know. Uh... Another thing that kind of uh, bothered me was that Chris Evans, the guy who plays Captain America, mm -hmm. I don't think he was like when I, I mean I, I approve of him now being Captain America, but when when the movie Captain America came out, I didn't approve of him being Captain America because he was the Human Torch in the Fantastic Four. Ah, oh, right. I never saw those movies. <laughs> But apparently in the next Fantastic Four, spoiler alert, they're killing the Human Torch. What what irks me, really, is that they can go through about three different actors to play Bruce Banner, but when they when they come to the decision that they're gonna that they can either 
put a new guy to play the Human Torch or just kill him off. They choose to kill him off. Oh, right. Yeah, that's a real. That's a little bit weird. Yeah, sir. Twitter craze. Twitter craze. What is with Twitter? I think it's just a way that people can put out Facebook statuses, but you know, it's kind of like without everything else Twitter's on Facebook. Honestly, its own thing. It was. It was. It. It was never really that huge, and then people just started using Twitter like yeah. mad. It kind of kind of popped up out of the out of the blue, like yeah. uh, when I first well, like when I first heard of Twitter, I think I was just randomly browsing Facebook and my yearbook, and then it just started popping up with that little blue bird, and I was like, "What is this?" Click Twitter hashtags. Oh yeah, I'm I have no idea when I finally I... found a decent use for that little symbol. Mm. But <laughs> I uh, yeah, I don't really get it either. I think I think what I, maybe sort of the first the first place to actually use the hashtag is DeviantArt. I think a hashtag, really? Yeah, like to tag yeah. things, you you can generally I think do that with DeviantArt or something. Hmm. I don't know I if they no still idea. do it or not, but yeah. I believe at some stage they actually allowed you to do that. Um, well, I don't know. I think I really just think it's a way for people to be able to randomly say things and for other people to listen or want to listen or something. Or, like, for instance, if it's uh, a celebrity and they are on Twitter, then they can just be like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this today. and Oh, this status update thing. and I don't know. Maybe they just think it's cool because people read it <laughs> uh you know twitter is just like a quick and easy way to update your life so that people can you know know what you're doing if you want them to actually know about what you're doing at all times all, always <laughs> uh, yeah which I, th I think would be a little creepy you know people are following you that you don't have to follow back mm. and those people can just watch you it's really stalkerish like even just follow you know they want to follow you they want to stalk that's you. That's venomizing it. That's that's completely making it seem like it's a bad thing. <laughs> exactly. It's not. I I use Twitter. I have a Twitter account at ZyakuX. Woo. Um, Fun. I actually I actually have one for Dusty, who's my Flareon from my main story. <laughs> yeah, but I have a yeah I have a Twitter. Um, I'm I mo the most I do on my Twitter literally is I would get I'll get on there and I'll start posting random hashtags. Like I'll do, like hashtag or hashtag happy time, or hashtag podcast or hashtag Pokemon. You know, hashtag best in the world. Hashtag, I'm awesome. You know, just hashtag random thing. Yeah. Because <sighs> I I literally mo I kind of mock uh, I kind of mock Twitter by doing that, but it's it's really all in good fun. I'm not really trying to be you know I'm not trying to make Twitter seem like a bad thing, but hmm. uh, it is kind of silly in some ways. Yeah. Uh, so, the Facebook timeline. Another social networking mm. epidemic that yep. people are both hating and adoring at the same time. A lot of people seem to be hating it because it reminds them of MySpace. Uh, oh. I haven't been on MySpace since I discovered what Facebook was <laughs> several years ago. Mm. <laughs> 
I think that's probably the same with everybody. Uh, no, but like when I, when I was like 14, 15, I would have the MySpace and the AIM, and I would just use those two things, and my internet life would be set with that. Um, hmm. I've been on PE2K for eight years almost. Eight That's years. ridiculous. Like, a good <sighs> effort, but wow. <laughs> Granted, I've only been active for about four and a half of those years, but... Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh... It's it's really been a long a long time coming, uh, and I don't really plan on leaving anytime soon. I mean, the thought has crossed my mind, but uh, I have too much responsibility on there right now to quit. Like the podcast. Like the podcast, and at this very moment in time, the war. Oh yeah, and your team. Speaking and of which. I'm not done with the Facebook thing. No one cares about Facebook. It sucks. Thank it's you. dumb. And why they... don't you tell me why you don't like it? Well, I'll tell you why. Because my name was under Xanthi Flareon, right? And they decided that I wasn't allowed to do that because I have to have my real name, otherwise I'm lying and I'm impersonating a Flareon. So they were like, you have to tell us what your real name is and then we'll give you your Facebook back. So I emailed them and then like a week later they finally got back to me and they're all like, you have to present some kind of photo ID and government issued ID crap. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Are you kidding me? That is a violation of my privacy. And I'm not giving out random like truthful details to Facebook. Come on. So I decided not to have a Facebook. And... I guess I could make another one, but then I'm kind of suspicious that, you know, they'd find me and then they'd be like, oh, you made a new one and you're the person who didn't provide ID and blah, blah, blah. And I, I just can't be stuffed with it. <laughs> I don't really need it, I guess. PE2K can be the place where people contact me. And yeah, and that's my story of why Facebook is stupid, as well as all the other reasons why it's stupid. Just that people waste their lives on it, and I find it really boring to be on. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, do you like the, the timeline conception? Never. I find it difficult, I, I, I never got it, because I found it really annoying. It was too difficult to, like, work my way around, and I hated it on other people's sites, and I couldn't find anything, and I was like, Ugh! and I hate that nothing shows, like, you scroll down, and then it goes, like, loading, 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 and then five minutes later, it's still loading, and I don't know, it just seems confusing and completely unnecessary and not, a, like, a single bit better than what it was without Timeline. So I just didn't see the point. That reminds me, like, when I got the Timeline, I was like, oh, well, this is alright. I actually don't hate it. Okay. I, I, I'm, but I'm one of those people who can adapt quickly to changes and, mm. you know, learn new layouts and all that fun stuff really easily. Yeah. Um but my my friend didn't have the timeline. And I was like, dude, why don't you have the timeline? Click, click, now you have a timeline. Didn't even give him a chance to respond. Aww. And the moment he found out that I did that, he got so upset. He got so <laughs> mad. He was like, why did you do that? And I was like, you didn't want it? <laughs> and he was like, oh, I thought it was stupid. And he was like, I'm never forgiving you for this. <laughs> I was like, oh. Oh, 
Well, I think I'd probably be something like that as well, because I did not like the idea. And I was not looking forward to having to switch to it. But hey, now I don't have to, because I'm just not on Facebook altogether. <laughs> um, Xanthiplug. So Xanthiplug is probably just going to be my member interviews. So in the interactive projects section, where the podcast is as well, I have posted a thread where I've started doing interviews, and yes, I haven't really got any up yet, but I'm in the process of editing the first one, so that should be up soon. Um, and <laughs> looking at the most recent post, I've been having an argument with Typhlosion Explosion. A friendly argument, of course. Just a little bit frustrating sometimes. But anyway, so basically these it's members... It's a discussion. This member interview... Yes, exactly. These member interviews are not only just for me. I kind of had the idea that I wanted to do my own show called 21 Questions, which is obviously where I ask you 21 questions. And I thought, well, if other people want to do shows, such as, like, um, board-specific shows, so maybe people just talk about roleplay or something or, you know, do interviews or maybe not even interviews, just whatever. Although I kind of called it P2K mem member interviews, but um, So basically, if other people want to do this, this thread isn't just for me, it's for them as well. So I've reserved two posts at the beginning of the thread. Or I guess they could just create their own, really. <laughs> but I just thought it might be easier to keep it in one thread. But yeah, so far no one else has expressed any interest, but I think people don't realize that it's not just for me. So if you want to, if any of you people listening to this podcast want to host your own interview about, like, interview show about anything, then jump on it. Like, I'll obviously link to this in the post. And yeah, and that's basically all I want to plug today. Over to you, I'm Caleb. I'm showing interest. Mm. Cool. Really? Yeah. Huh. I have an idea. I'll share it with you later. Okay. My plug. Your I got plug. two. First one. War. Team Awesome. <laughs> Team Captain. Maybe sort of kind of wanting to be Sprite Art Judge. Um, <laughs> my team is currently in need of a role player. And hint, a hint. You are PG Battler. There you go. Number two. Look forward to stuff from me in the very near future. Yeah. Stuff that will both entertain, excite, and possibly even wow you. Anyways, yeah. you just have to wait and see what I have in store for PE2K. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's it for my plugs. What else we got? This is me singing the outro. And this is me joining in, yeah. Thanks for joining us on this podcast. 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 I am Graceful Suicune. And my name is Ayaku. And this has been episode Kakuna. No. Ba -dum -ba -dum -ba -dum.